sweet to trust in Jesus. To trust in Jesus. Just to take. Just to take. Him at His word. Him at His word. Maybe you'd like to just raise your hand right now. Just to rest. To rest upon His promise. And just to know. Thus saith the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. Oh, how I trust and how I prove him more and all. Everybody say, Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. Oh, for grace. To trust Him more. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him. How I prove Him more. Ah, yes, Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. Oh, for grace. To trust Him. One more time, everybody say, Jesus, Jesus, how, how I trust Him and how I prove, I've proven Him over and over and over again. Jesus, Jesus, oh precious Jesus, oh for grace. To trust Him more. Clap your hands to the Lord. How many know Jesus is the King of kings, the Lord of lords? He is the Creator God, Jehovah. Of the Old Testament manifest in the flesh. you believe that? Yes. Thank God. The presence of the Lord is truly in this place. And it is a right thing that we have a desire tonight to pray for one another. I want to compliment Brother Marshall and the leadership of this district and Brother Browning and all of them for setting aside a night like this for us to take time to pray for one another. We all know most of the time we're in too big of a hurry. We don't take enough time to wait on one another. And yet the Bible specifically teaches us to wait on one another, to pray for one another, to feel after the Spirit. So what we're doing tonight is a good thing. It is an apostolic thing. It's a biblical thing to wait on one another, to pray for one another. And we've already had several prayers. Now, will you continue with us in prayer for the next little while and help me pray and help us pray and help these preachers pray? And the fact that we are here tonight as family gathered in this tabernacle to pray for each other, pray because of trouble, sickness, discouragement, setback, whatever. There can be a lot of needs in here. We talk about deliverance. It's not all physical. Sometimes we need deliverance from bad thinking. Probably our worst problem is bad thinking. And we fail to have the faith we need. Oh, ye of little faith. And we're asking the Lord to supernaturally come by tonight and minister to us. And I think we ought to gather all of our pastors and their lovely wives up here tonight 
and start this service just by praying for ministers. And some may be sick in body, some may just be fighting demons and devils wherever they are. But I'm going to ask all of you ministers, pastors, ministers, evangelists, we may have missionaries here, even some of you that are just working with your pastor as lay ministers at this point, but you have a calling on your life. There may be others of you here that have not acknowledged your calling yet. I'm not really asking you to come tonight, but just those of us that are already committed to ministry one way or the other, some level or another, to come. And I'm going to ask the good folks of, of uh, this district to, to stretch forth your hands and pray for the ministry. We need good, godly men. You are blessed in Kentucky to have had historically, not only in leadership, but in pastors and churches all across this district, that have worked together, labored together, fought demons and devils. There was a, a lot. Of, I remember revivals in Kentucky when we were fighting some pretty rough stuff, some big, bad, dark things. And up in the Appalachians, and I preached revivals up there, and we fought against a lot of things up there, from snake handlers to you name it. And uh, my history goes back to those days. When I came out of Kentucky, my first trip through Kentucky, they should have automatically ordained me right there. And some of the things we fought. And uh, we need to pray for these good pastors of laboring. Now you are blessed with great leadership presently, Brother Marshall. And I want him to come and lead these pastors and your district in prayer. And we need these ministers to move tonight in the Spirit. They're going to help us pray. One person is going to be doing all the praying tonight. We're going to be working together. And if you're in a hurry, why don't you just go on to the Dairy Queen right now? Because we're not here to rush the service. You can't rush the Holy Ghost. You just got to take your time. Wait on the Lord. And uh, a lot of people think God is their little errand boy. He's not your little errand boy. We have to wait on the Lord. And He's waiting for us to just get our hearts in the right place. So I want these ministers, and maybe some of you know each other well enough to know some specific needs, or you may be led of the Spirit to pray for each other. I'm not having trying to have control over your prayer now. But let's just pray for each other. And I want every member, and I know you've been standing a while. I'm going to let you be seated here in a moment. Just get a little more strength. And stretch forth your hand, and let's pray. Brother Marshall, you come and lead us in this prayer. Thank God for this godly man. Let's pray together right now. Pray for the ministry that the Lord would make them strong, that God would help. Jesus, right now, touch the men and women of our district, the leaders, God, the pastors, the lay ministers, Lord, right now. God, I'm asking you, Lord, let your anointing rest upon them in a very special way even this night. God, the conflicts and the struggles and the situations, oh God, that they are dealing with, Lord, that you will give them deliverance from that tonight. God, that you will give them your power and glory right now. Oh Lord, we'll praise you for it tonight, God. Moving the homes, moving their marriages, God. God, touch their children, Lord. Touch their teenagers right now. God, save their backslidden ones and their family, God. Bring them back, I pray. Oh, God, answer their prayer tonight. Oh, God, we'll exalt you and we will praise you tonight, God. We feel your touch. We feel your presence, God. 
We feel your anointing in this place right now. God, walk by us, Lord, and touch us, I pray. Touch the mind of every man of God tonight. Let him be settled in his mind, oh God. Let it be established in his heart, I pray. Oh, God, we'll praise you. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to heal. Heal the physical afflictions tonight that the ministry is dealing with, Lord. God, let healing flow in their bodies right now. Lord, let healing come to their bodies right now. God, heal that sickness. Lord, heal that disease. God, heal that affliction, Lord. For by your stripes we are made whole. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. We'll praise you. We'll exalt you, God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name right now. We love you, God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, right now, help us, I pray. Ministers, why don't you pray for the minister right next to you there? Pray for that family right now. Pray for their ministry. Pray for revival in their city. Oh, that conflict would be resolved. That the Holy Ghost would move. Oh, God, they would be strengthened and encouraged tonight, I pray. God, I'm asking you for forgiveness. I pray in God, any walls that have been built between the ministry, break those walls down. Oh, God, any skeletons in the closet, Lord. God, loose us from that, I pray. God, I pray a spirit of forgiveness to sweep across this ministry right now in the name of Jesus put your hands together thank the Lord for your pastor your minister thank God how many is glad for the influence of the man of God in your life I would not be here tonight most of us would not be here tonight if it hadn't have been for a good pastor and a good preacher. Somebody that got a hold of us, talked a little straight, talked to us. Thank you, Lord, for the word that's been preached into our hearts and into our minds. Brother, and I want you to come up and lay hands here on Brother and Sister Marshall. Let's pray for them. Some of you just gather around them. You don't have to get in their space, but just lay hands on them. You can't grow as a district without dynamic leadership. That leadership must have faith and confidence. The more you work together as a team, the more God's going to do for you. In the name of Jesus right now, bless brother and sister Marshall. Come on, Kentucky, help me pray one more time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, increase our faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please you. Help our unbelief. We come against all doubt and unbelief tonight. Inspire us afresh. Anoint us afresh. Move upon us afresh. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank the Lord together now one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many know it's the sweetest name on earth? Jesus. Great is that name. Amen, amen, amen. You ministers now just going to find yourself a place and we're going to ask you to be seated. Rest yourself a little while. The Holy Ghost is going to lead us here. We're going to have time to pray for everyone who desires prayer tonight. The ushers are going to be bringing out some chairs and we're going to make it easy for you to come and you'll be able to sit in the chairs and these ministers. I want the ministers to stay ready and and we have people I think that have some anointing oil and if you'll get that ready so we can share that with one another and we're going to lay hands on the sick, anoint with oil and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now what we need to do here is just go to a place that sometimes we're reluctant to go to and that's trusting in the supernatural. Trusting that God can do what doctors cannot do, what men cannot do, what our mothers and fathers cannot do. How many here can start out with a good testimony and say, the Lord has helped me in my life? Spiritually or physically? How many know you've been filled with the Holy Ghost? That was a big thing, wasn't it? Do I have any ex-sinners in the house? Do I have any folks that still would be sinners if it was not for the grace of God in the house? Does God have power? Everybody here that's ever been delivered from cigarettes, I want you to stand. Now, wait a minute. Before you stand, you were a cigarette smoker until the night you got the Holy Ghost, and that was the last night you ever smoked a cigarette. I want you to stand. Power of God. Just you tried a lot of different ways, but that was the last night. Anybody, just stay standing. Anybody here got delivered from drugs when you got the Holy Ghost? I want you to stand up. Now, this is, this is miraculous stuff. Turn those chairs the other way if you don't mind. Just turn them in toward the... All right? That's good. Put your hands together and thank the Lord for that. Do we have any ex-liars in the house? Would you stand up and say, God delivered me? I, I was given to lying. Now, we're starting to get somewhere now. Do we have any old-time bad, night-riding sinners in the house? Would you stand up? Shooting, fighting, knifing, killing, stabbing. Come on, you guys, stand up. I can tell by looking at you, some of you had a rough trip. But God has been good to us. God has been good to us. He's made a way for us. Now let's have a little witness. Is there anybody that's ever been divinely, miraculously healed even beyond what the doctor said was possible? Would you stand up? You know that God has healed you and the doctors said no way, yet God made a way for you. Now ain't that something? I'm standing up here tonight, a living testimony. Almost four years old before I could walk, but God miraculously healed me of rickets and my mother said when she brought me to the altar on that night in Ingalls, Indiana, that the Holy Ghost went from the top of her head down through my body. She started shaking. And from that day, my legs started straightening out. And here I am all these many years going from not being able to walk. I, see, I don't mind praying for the sick. You're not, I don't mind laying hands on the sick because I know God is able. Somebody say yes. yes. So we need to make a shift. Now, 
I'm not going to preach, but I just want to go through a few verses because it's very, very important that we understand exactly what we need from the Lord here tonight and what we're asking God to do. We're asking God to move supernaturally. We're asking God to do what men cannot do. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Never rule out the supernatural. When King Hussein of Jordan was very near death in the Mayo Clinic, they flew him to the United States. He was in the Mayo Clinic. There's only one Protestant church that's registered in the Islamic nation of Jordan. One. That's the United Pentecostal Church. And it was the lifelong work. It took 56 years of Brother Robert McFarland to get the United Pentecostal Church registered in an Islamic country in Jordan. And of course, Brother and Sister Reed there now. We're able to have schools. We're able to work there pretty freely. That's amazing. That's the work of some good people that labored and labored and labored. Now, when King Hussein was in the Mayo Clinic and Brother McFarland called him, Brother McFarland flew up to Mayo Clinic and he was permitted into King Hussein's room and he laid hands on him and prayed for him that God would keep him and heal him. So here was the King Hussein. See, there's a lot of things happening in the apostolic movement. We're not telling we need to tell these things. This is a wonderful thing. And there's Brother Robert McFarland. God bless him. He's gone. We miss him all so very much. And he walked in that room and he laid hands on the king of Jordan. Because you see, the king, in spite of his religious training, in spite of the fact that he was a Muslim, in spite of the fact that he was an Islamic, he did not want to rule out the possibility of the supernatural. Just maybe. Just maybe. That's what we have started to do as Pentecostals. We're starting to rule out the supernatural. You know what we need to happen here tonight? We need to get a foundational principle in our minds. We need to get kind of a, a, an important thing settled. That without God we can do nothing. How many know that signs and miracles and divine healing was part of the New Testament church? Now there's an Old Testament example of this that just comes to my mind. And if you turn to Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse number 3. I didn't give you this verse, but it's a good verse. And, and to make it short, when they were facing the giants in the land, and if you look at verse 2, these, these, the Bible said, a great people tall and the children of the uh, uh, Anakins. And they were tall and big. And so in chapter number 3, God said, Verse number 3, rather, God said, I know you're facing these giants, but I want you to understand something. Verse 3, understand. You're facing a big problem. you got financial problem. You're sick. You're in trouble. Things are going wrong in your family. Just because you got the Holy Ghost doesn't mean you're going to be riding the, 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 the crest all the time. Because life has its struggles. But all things work together for good. It's in our sickness and struggles and trials that sometimes the Lord brings the greatest victories for us and He helps us. And He's never absolved us from living normal lives and real lives and true lives. And so here's what the Bible says. Understand therefore this day that the Lord thy God is He which goeth over before thee as a consuming fire. He shall destroy them. He shall bring them down before thy face. So shalt thou drive them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord hath said unto thee. So God says, you're up against it. you got some big, big, some big boys. You're facing some big boys. So that's why you need to understand that without me, you can't make it. But with God, all things are possible. 
So what we have to reach for tonight is radical, kind of a radical sense of faith. Just a radical sense of belief. And we're going to start in the book of Job. And what I want to try to bring home to you is just a, uh, what would we call this? Just a confidence that is just radical. What did I put at the top of your page there? That's it. An extreme view. An extreme view. We need an extreme view for this service. You need an extreme view for your life. This is what God was trying to say. Look, these things you're facing are huge. Just like the church and your church and my church and my life and your ministry. And all of us are facing huge, unconquerable things by ourselves. If you trust in the flesh, this is why God gives gifts of healing to the church. I believe sometimes this is why he permits sickness to come so that we can learn over and over and over again that when the doctors are finished, he's still able. How many believe God is still giving gifts of healing to the church today? So we need everybody say extreme view. And what I want to say to you that in every situation God has promised to make a way of our escape. So you say, I don't know why this is happening to me. I don't either. But I do know that the God that we serve can heal you tonight. You say, I don't know why I'm having this trouble. I don't know either. But I do know that God can make a way where there seems to be no way. You know, there's some preachers here that need to get some new faith and trust God. Because don't curse the wind. Don't curse the trouble. At the moment that God was setting up the children of Israel for deliverance, The Bible said there was an east wind that blew, I believe, all night long. Is that right? Blew all night long. So suppose you were a faithless grouch. And already they were griping at uh, uh, Moses, were they not? You brought us out here, we can't get across the river. We got mountains on the right, mountains on the left, the Red Sea in front of us, and the Egyptian army behind us. And now we got this tornado coming up. But what they could not understand, that the east wind was bringing the touch of God. Just like sometimes we cannot understand that trouble can actually bring good things into our life. And so now let's get some radical faith and then we're going to start praying for the sick. Is there anybody here that needs a miracle tonight? You need a miracle tonight? I'm with you. I need a miracle tonight. Have you ever been so discouraged you wondered if God was looking out for you? I was in the airport not too long ago. We're, of course, in a multi-million dollar uh, building program, and it's a lot of stress. I've been uh, extremely stressed. And I was walking across the airport, and uh, all of a sudden there was a man that came up to me, pretty good-sized fellow, and he said, Are you a preacher? And I said, Yes. And he said, I thought so. And he said, I want to give you something. And he took something out of his hand and stuffed it into my pocket like that. Now, I'm just telling this just the way it happened. When he did that, I thought, I, could feel, I can still feel his hands going down as he stuffed something in my pocket. And of course, I was very curious. And he turned to walk away. And when I turned to look for him, I could not find him. As fast as he appeared, he disappeared. Now, I'm not reading any. I don't even think it was an angel. I don't know. I'm just telling you, he was lost in the crowd so quick, I could not find him. And I reached in, and it was a $100 bill, which didn't solve my problem at the church and didn't solve my personal problem. But when he put that $100 bill in there, he said, everything's going to be okay. That's all I needed. That's all I needed that day. 
I just needed the Lord to reassure me that everything's going to be all right. I got a little word for you tonight. God's going to make a way. Everything's going to be all right. He's got the whole world in his hand. He knows who you are. The hairs on your head are numbered. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Somebody say hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Brother Eads, let's sing that little song. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. If you've got a little faith, if you're willing to let God expand your mind, if you're prepared to let the Lord work a miracle in your life, if you want the Holy Ghost just to speak to you tonight. You know, if you just left here with a little faith that says everything's going to be all right, wouldn't that be a good reason to be here tonight? Come on, let's sing this little song together. Hallelujah. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Everybody say, what a mighty God we serve. I know that angels bow before Him. Heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Somebody say yes. yes. Uh, let's adopt some radical thinking here. Let's, uh, let's expand our minds just a little bit. Let's start in Job chapter number 13, verse number 15. You may be seated. And I'm here to tell you that every situation has an escape route. Every sickness, God has a purpose for it. God can make a way. Call this the first principle of faith. You've got to believe that God is able to move, to move mountains, to move mountains, to move mountains, to heal cancer. He's more than just a headache healer. He's a cancer healer. Yes, sir. Somebody say yes. Yes. So here is a first principle radical faith. Here's something really out there. Verse number 13. 15, rather, chapter 13. Though, is that what it says? Read it for me. Though, though, you're going to have to do better than that. They got to power you up. Though, though he slay me, though he slay me, every life has a though. Though I'm in trouble, though I'm in debt, though he slay me. But not only that. If you have faith in God, you can add something else to the though. You want a title for this? The next word is the title, yet. Though I got a headache, yet. Though I got cancer, yet. See, that is a radical view of what God is able to do. Though we're at the Red Sea, yet I still have faith. Though I know the storm is raging, yet I believe He will deliver me. I'm, I'm not feeling very good tonight yet. I'm going to go ahead and go to church. Somebody say yes. Read verse number 15. Though he slay me, he slay me. Yet will I trust in him. Yet will I trust in him. But I will maintain mine own ways. I will maintain mine own ways before, before him. Clap your hands to the Lord. Job 19 and verse number 26. Now you want some radical faith. You want a first principle of faith. What did I say? What did we call that? What was it? An extreme view. An extreme view. Yeah. You want an extreme view. Here it comes. You ready for this? 1926. And 
Though after my skin though, he just he said, I'll tell you what. Though after my skin worms destroy this body. Destroy this body. That's about as bad as you could get. Worms have eaten my body. Somebody said, Do you have faith? Yeah, I got faith. Even after the worms have eaten my body. Yet. My Lord, I don't even know if I can say this word or not. Yet. Yet. I got something to say. You may open up my casket and say, My, 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 my. The worms have eaten his body. Yet. 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 In. Help me, preacher. In my flesh. Yes, sir. I want to tell you folks that went right over your head I'm not going to let you get away with that start again though though what read brother browning stay with me after my skin worms destroy this body brother browning pay attention or I'm going to come up there and slap your jaws (laughs) though after my skin worms after the skin worms destroy this body destroy this body yet in my flesh yet I still have faith that I can say in my flesh flesh shall I see God shall I see God because you see the day day is going to come when the trumpet is going to sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And you are going to see him in your flesh. How many are looking forward to the day when we're going to have a new body? Yes! Wow. Go ahead and sing, Brother Eats. Oh, now, now, what a mighty God we serve. Yes, what a mighty God we serve. All the the angels angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, singing tonight. What a mighty God. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Now this is going to really apply. You may be seated. Read. Although the fig tree. Though the fig tree. Shall not blossom. Ah, my fig tree didn't blossom. My crop didn't come in. My ship couldn't find the dock. My miracle hasn't happened yet. Been preaching revival, but it's not here yet. Though my fig tree did not blossom. Neither shall fruit be in the vines. Don't have any fruit on the vine. The labor of the olive shall fail. The labor of the olive shall fail. And the fields shall yield the no meat. The fields shall eat, yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. The flock is cut off from the fold. And there shall be no herd There's in no the stall. There's no cows in the stall. My Lord. Is there one more verse? Yet. Ah! <laughs> Yet. Yet will I rejoice. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. I will joy. I will joy in the, in the Lord. God of my salvation. Somebody say yes. Yes. 
want 30 people to come up and sit in these chairs. Just 30 people. We're going to have time for everybody. You can change songs. Get us a little praying for the sick songs. You can bring financial. You can bring physical. We're not here to try to get you to tell sad stories. It doesn't matter whether it's a cancer or an ingrown toenail. Fig tree doesn't blossom. Cows got out of the stall. <laughs> Yet, I'm going to go to camp meeting. Yet, I'm going to go to that deliverance service. Yet, I'm going to rejoice in the God of my salvation. Come on, Kentucky, clap your hands for the Lord. Pastors, however you got it arranged, I want you to come and anoint these people with oil. You're going to be seated. We're going to sing a little song right here. And we're going to believe that God is able to touch these good folks. Nothing is impossible with God. Now look, God is trying to talk to us here. Every preacher on this platform knows that there's something very special about this service. A lot of preparation going into this service. I want you to help me pray right now. If you'd like to be seated, let's sing. Pastors, quickly. Just start laying hands on the folks, praying for them. Brother Perry's going to kind of lead us out. Get some oil on your hands. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Yes, we do now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, demons will have to flee. Oh, now tell me who can stand before us when we call on Why don't you stretch out your hand? Jesus, Jesus. Precious Jesus, we have the victory. Come on, let's pray for one another. Nothing is impossible. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hey! Though he slay me, yet I trust him. Stand before Come on, us I feel the Holy Ghost all on His great Jesus, Jesus, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hands on, together and thank the Lord for what He's doing right now. We're waiting on these folks right now that God will just touch them. Somebody say yes. Somebody say yes. I want the pastors to turn. Brother Browning, come back. I want you to read Habakkuk again. Chapter number, verse number 17, verse number 18. I want the pastors to turn and face the audience now. You folks that's praying, just keep praying. Pastors and ministers, if you have a financial need, it is not the will of God for His church to be oppressed 
by debt. You cannot get out of debt through negativity. You can't feel sorry for yourself and get out of debt. Poverty is, if nothing else, it's a mental attitude. You got to take positive steps. You can't quit paying your tithe and get out of debt. You can't quit supporting the church and get out of debt. Can I get a witness? I know that for a fact personally. And if you're tired of being beat up by debt, you're tired of your bad habits, you're tired of just spoiling your income by waste, or you've just had a setback. We've got some people here that have had some setbacks. Here's a little faith for you. Verse number 17. Read. Although the fig tree, the fig shall, tree not shall not blossom, neither, shall, neither fruit be in the vine. shall the fruit be in the vine. The labor of the olive shall fail. My labor failed. And the fields shall yield no meat. The fields didn't yield very much corn or soybeans this year. The flock shall be cut off from the foe. The flock is cut off from the foe. And there shall be no herd in the stall. And there's no herd in the stall. Yet. Yet. I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet I'm going to go up to the Kentucky camp. And I'm going to let the preachers lay hands on me. And I'm going to get out of debt. Where our family's going to get on our feet. Yes, I will rejoice. Come on, you want a financial blessing? I want you to come. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be ashamed. If you want the Lord to prosper you, you want the Lord to bless you. You want the Lord to turn your business around. You, you need to partner with God tonight. Let these preachers pray for you. Yet, I, I will, will rejoice in the, God in the Lord of my salvation. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I will joy God of my salvation. I will joy. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. In the God of my salvation. God, I pray that you'll free your people from death. Stand before us. Yes. When we call on his grace. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody sing. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, sickness will have to flee. Oh, now tell me who can stand before us when we call on His name. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, sickness will have to flee. Oh, tell me who now the next one is stand before us. Oh my Lord, the Holy Ghost is in this place. <laughs> Somebody want to shout? Go ahead and shout. 
You want to praise the Lord? Go ahead and praise the Lord. If you want to thank him by faith for your healing, I believe he's giving some gifts of healing right now. Yes, 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 yes. Everybody say you got to have faith. You got to have an extreme view of faith. The first principle is of faith is that nothing. First principle. Everybody say first principle. The first principle of faith on which everything else is built is that nothing is impossible with God. If you didn't have that, if you didn't have that, then we would have to analyze all of these conditions. See, we don't have to worry if it's cancer, if it's leukemia, if it's financial, if it's uh, heart trouble, if it's arthritis. You don't have to ask because it doesn't matter what it is because the power of God is unhindered. I, I need a little help now. Nothing is, nothing is impossible with God. But with God, all things are possible. That's what we call the extreme view. That's the first principle of faith. You get that right, you don't have to worry about anything else. However, you do need an extreme understanding and view of how it often works. Because God's ways are not our ways. And what we think ought to happen and should happen, maybe even could happen, doesn't always happen according to our timetable or clock. Can I get a witness? Some of the callings that you ministers have had promises that the Holy Spirit made to you concerning your ministry have not come your way yet and it seems like it's a long ways off but God speaks to you sometimes things that are 20 years in the future or 30 years in the future so we have trouble when God delays when God puts us on hold because nobody likes to wait we're very impatient but waiting doesn't mean God has forgotten you they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. No, 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 no. They shall walk and not Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Now, let's get a radical view. Let's get a real radical view, an extreme view of this concept. Because David knew, and we're going to go to his, I believe, 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse number 5, is his final prayer. Now, you, 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 you don't get this unless you understand David is dying. Everybody got the picture? He's dying. He's reflecting back on the fact that all men who rule well have, a got, have got a right to certain kinds of victories. However, there's some things. He knows he ruled well. But he knows that some of the things that God promised him have not yet come to pass and he is dying. Now the problem wasn't with God because some of the things that God was going to give David, such as the birth of Christ, was going to come through David's seed. The... the, the, the Worship that we enjoy today, which is spiritual worship, which was inspired by David's life because he got trumpeters to follow him around everywhere he went. And he just created an atmosphere of worship. We all know about the tabernacle of David, which is mentioned, by the way, in the 15th chapter of the book of Acts, right? David never saw that. 
in his own life. But here we are today. Because you see, though he was dying, yet. Here we, no, let's read it. Because it's just so powerful. Can you even stand to read this? This is good. Here we are. Although, although my house, when it comes to my house, my situation is this. Be not so. It is not so at this point. I'm just going to confess right here in my dying prayer that some of the things I saw in the Spirit have not yet come. Mm -hmm. I believe Brother Urshan, I talked to him the last two weeks of his life. There were things he saw in the Spirit and he said to me, my biggest disappointment is some of the things I know is going to happen with regard to worldwide revival. You may have heard him say this yourself. Has not yet come to pass. He said, but it will. This is the same thing David is doing right here. Although my house be not though so my house God, be not so with God, yet, yet he, hath made, he hath made me. See, don't you know what David is saying here, Brother Browning? He's saying, don't, 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 don't get messed up here. I know somebody could look at me and some of the things I talked to you about, and I sat around and had coffee with you and pizzas and the Starbucks, you know, and I talked to you about great things. But some of that I thought would happen, but I, you know, I was a little confused about it all. But I have now come to the dying moment and. What I see is this whole thing has not been a temporal thing. It's not been about just one little lifetime. This is an eternal, everlasting covenant. Yes. Ordered in all things. Hello? In all things. Ordered in all things. And sure. sure, This this is my salvation and all my desire. Although I got to die, but as I die... He's going to make it grow. Faith, faith, faith. Just a little bit of faith. Mm, faith, faith, faith. Just a little bit of faith. Mm, you don't need a whole lot. Just use what you got. Faith, faith, faith. Just a little bit of faith. I want you to step back now. All you folks that have had prayers, let's thank the Lord for these wonderful people. I want 30 more folks. 30 more folks that need prayer for your body. You need healing. We've prayed already for financial needs. Let's thank the Lord. I believe God's going to prosper some of your businesses. You men, you partner with God. You be faithful in your giving. Somebody said we're in a recession. Recession is a good time to give. We've been teaching this hard at Calvary Tabernacle. The banker called me just a couple weeks ago and said, Brother Mooney, Pastor Mooney said, I want to tell you, of all the church accounts we have in our bank, Huntington Bank, you're familiar with them, said you're the only church that's going up and giving during the recession. Isn't God good? Going up. Did you know you can have a recession out there, but things be getting better in the church? Watch this. Don't let the world define your life. Don't even let the world depress you over $5 a gallon gasoline. You just need to say, God, I'm going to need a little extra money this week because gas looked like it's going to be $10. And God said, don't worry, I can take care of the gas. I don't know about you. I don't know about President Bush. But God does not depend on the Arabs to keep the church moving. The world doesn't have anything to do with what we're doing here tonight. But what we're doing here tonight makes a difference in people's lives. Clap your hands to the Lord. That's a, let's go a little bit forward and get another extreme view here. Ezekiel eleven sixteen. I like this one. Therefore say. Therefore say. Thus saith the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord. 
Although I have cast them far off among the heathen. I've, I've taken my people. I have cast them afar off. I have scattered them. Is that what it says? And although I have scattered them. I have scattered among them. Among the country. Among the country. Yet. Yet. Wherever I take them. Wherever they go. Some will be in Babylon. Some will be in the Middle East. Some will be in uh, this country. Some will be in Africa. Some will be in Kentucky. Some will be in Indiana. We're going to be scattered. God's church is everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Can anybody receive this in the Holy Ghost? Yet, wherever they go. I love this next line. Wherever they go, yet will I be to them as a little sanctuary. You can have church wherever you are. Say, I'm going to send you to New York to start a church. You home mission pastors. I'm going to, God says, I'm going to send you to Chicago. I'm going to send you to some uh, little village in Kentucky. But wherever you go, God is going to go with you. He may scatter you. He may say, get up and get moving. But wherever you and your little wife and your little family are, you can still have a sanctuary that's filled with the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, Yes! How many of you up here for prayer right now have a genuine need in the Lord? Though you have the need, yet God is greater than your need. These ministers are going to pray for you. And we're just going to receive now something from the Lord as we're praying for you. Brethren, if you'll just lay hands, just you don't be aggressive there, just begin to pray for them. Well, faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. Whoa. I'm singing faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. Oh. You don't need a whole lot. No, just, just use what you got. Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. Oh. You got to have faith. Faith, faith, just a little bit of faith. I see a lot of these people speaking in tongues. You know why? Because the Holy Ghost is ministering to them. Maybe you're sitting out there and you'd just like to feel His Spirit one more time. Why don't you raise your hand right where you're sitting and say, God, just guide me with the Holy Spirit. Increase my faith. Help my unbelief. We all live in a real world. Sometimes we get up, sometimes we're down. You don't need a whole lot. Just use what you got. Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. Oh, now faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on all over this building. We're not here to be in a hurry. Now remember, we're going to be here till 12 o'clock if that's how long it takes to pray for all these folks. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. And he just the same as his lovely name oh and that's
Everybody now sing with me, Jesus is, Jesus is the sweetest name I know, he's just the same as Everybody said now without music, Jesus is the sweetest name I know. And he's just the same as his lovely name. You know, you don't have to be up front to just raise your hands and pray or talk to God. This is a protracted prayer meeting, is what we're having tonight. The reason why I love him so Cause Jesus is the sweetest name I know Everybody say Jesus is the sweetest name And he's just the same. All right. All right, all right. Who come ababa kasha ta 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 makasha? That's the reason why I want those of you that have just had prayer, if you'll just return to your to your pew, just you can't you're just still holding on maybe you're up here because you need the Holy Ghost you can stay right where you are but just take your worship right on back everybody say Jesus is the sweetest the sweetest I know and he's just That's the reason why. That's the reason why I love him so. For Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Every year in the United States, 100 million therapy sessions. 100 million therapy sessions, $9 billion spent on therapy alone. That's not counting the medicine. 
$400, billion, $400 million spent on Prozac, which goes to Eli Lilly in Indianapolis, Indiana. There are more professional therapists than firefighters, librarians, mail carriers, dentists, and pharmacists put together. And the church is asking tonight a very simple question. Have we no bomb in Gilead? I'm not against anybody. I'm not against therapists. I'm not against doctors. You don't, even, don't, don't even waste your time going there. Just do what the church does. If there be any sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. And they shall. They shall anoint them with all and lay hands upon the sick. And the sick shall recover. And if they've committed any sins, they shall be forgiven them. Let's fill up these chairs one more time. Matt, pastors, help me. People coming in behind you. Help them get seated. Where are we going to go next? Now this is an interesting verse. We're going to get into some very practical dichotomies here. For every though, when you have radical faith, somebody comes up and says, Man, you're sick, aren't you? Though I'm sick, yet I still have faith. Though I'm in financial trouble, I still have faith. Now here's the Apostle Paul taking this to even another level. Here's another yet. Read for me in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. Verse 16. Verse 16. For which cause we faint not. For which cause we thank God. But though our now, outward man perish. Now I want to say something to all the old people that have arthritis. All the old people that can't hardly stand when somebody shakes your hand. You say, well God doesn't love me anymore. No, you are getting ready to die. You're getting old. When I walk up and down these steps, my knees hurt. <laughs> And I, I would like for God to touch my knees, but I also realize that I'm not 40 years old anymore. And I know God blesses some people with great health, but there's some folks that are just old age. The Apostle Paul says, though, for this cause we faint not, though, he's talking about, we just trust God, though the outward man, what? Perish. Now, do you think you're going to, you know, you can tan your body if you want to, and, and, and you can grow pork chops like Elvis Presley or whatever you want to do? But or buy a motorcycle but you're just an old man on a motorcycle because your outward man is perishing every day Yet the inward what? Man, what? what? the inward man you skipped the most important word preacher what is wrong with you? but Yet, no no but though our outward man perish yet yet we're getting ready to sing. It gets sweeter as the days go by. Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Young people, just because you can do 25 laps, don't think that these old folks don't feel just as much Holy Ghost as you feel. They may not be able to stand on top of the chairs anymore. And you say, my, my, my. Look how old they look. Yet... Their inward man is renewed in the Holy Ghost day by day. This doesn't get, this doesn't go downhill. This just gets better and better and better and better and better. Clap your hands if I got any believers still in the house. Pastors, pray for these good folks. Whatever your trouble, whatever your problem, whatever your situation, the rest of us are going to sing. It gets sweeter as the days go by. It gets sweeter, sweeter as the days go by. Oh, 
sweeter as the moments fly. His love is richer, richer fuller, richer, deeper, 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 sweeter, 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 sweeter as the days go by. I need a little help up here. Oh, hey, get sweeter. Sweeter as the days go by. Sweeter as the days go by. Sweeter as the moments fly. Sweeter as the moments. His love is richer, fuller, deeper, sweeter. I'm telling you there's some victory in this place. Sweeter, sweeter, sweeter. Sweeter as the days go by. Sweeter as the moments fly. Sweeter as the moments His love is richer. Richer, deeper, deeper. Sweeter, sweeter, sweeter. As the days go by. Now. We're getting ready to do something. Just keep praying, pastors. Don't pay attention to me. How many believe we can have three or four things going on at the same time? I want everybody to sit down that's in the auditorium, that's in the... All right, we have a young man over here that was a student at IBC. His name's Bradley. Been out of church for 10 years. He just came and sat on that chair and God... We filled him with the Holy Ghost. He's coming back to church. Bradley, God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Come on, put your hands together. Thank the Lord. All right, get ready to read now. We're going to go back to though the outward men perish. I want everybody that's over 60 or over, I want you to stand up. Everybody 60 or over. Some of you don't want to admit it. Don't cheat on me now. I want you good folks not to be discouraged. There's a reality to life. Generations come, generations go. And though your body, you feel, we all feel certain things. Am I right? Preachers in our body. We're not as strong. But don't let that define your day. Don't let that define this moment. Because though the outward man perish, yet, Yet, I'm going to have to replace you. Yet, yet, though the outward man perish, yet, yet, the I, inward man. I want all you 60-year-old people to shout out, yet. Yeah. Say it again, yet. Yeah. I know I'm getting older, but yeah. I hurt sometimes. But don't misinterpret my old age. When it comes to Jesus, when it comes to church, when it comes to the Holy Ghost, the inward man is renewed day by day. Come on, help me. I want all you old folks to come up here and get in the choir. I want you to come up and get in the choir. So 60 years older and up, get in the choir. We, you only got one song you got to know and it gets sweeter as the days go. I want you to be a witness because all these young people think they're never going to get old. But old age is going to creep up on you so fast you're going to wonder where it came from. Pastors, I'm going to excuse some of you if you're praying for the folks. Mm. Are we having a good time in Kentucky tonight? You know what we're doing? We're just waiting on one another. We're praying for one another. We're ministering to one another. There's nothing wrong in this. 
God, somebody help this lady. She's coming to join my choir. She's got a cane. Some of you young whippersnappers, help her up here. Help her up here. Come up here, Mama. I want you on the front row. God bless these great Kentucky ladies. You young girls. I want you to stand up and look at these old folks. Some of these girls were a lot better. Some of these ladies were a lot better looking than some of you young, ugly girls are today when they were younger. Don't, don't look at them and say, oh, they're just a bunch of old people. I want to tell you what makes them different than regular old folk. They got the Holy Ghost. And one writer said, it's just like fire shut up in my bones. And it doesn't ever get old. It doesn't matter if you're young or you're old. You don't ever get tired of this. You don't ever get tired of church. You don't ever get tired of singing. Hey, it gets sweeter as the days go by. Sweeter as the days go by. Sweeter as the moments fly. Sweeter as the moments fly. Return. Fuller. Deeper. Sweeter. Sweeter, sweeter, sweeter as the days go by. Come on, choir. Oh, it gets sweeter. sweeter as the days go by. As the days sweeter as the days go by. Hey, sweeter as the moments fly. Sweeter as the moments fly. His love is return. Fuller, deeper, sweeter. these wonderful saints of God bless them God anoint them touch them heal them all their years of service all their devotion all their giving deeper sweeter 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 as the days go by yeah as the days go by sweeter as the days go by sweeter as the moments fly sweeter as the Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I get a witness? How many know you love him more than you ever loved him before? Church is better than it's ever been. Life is better than it's ever been. It gets sweeter as the days go by. It gets richer, deeper, fuller, and I can't hear you. Sweeter as the days go by. Some of you old people, some of you young people think, oh, when I get old, I won't like this anymore. You're going to like it better when you get old. Give a big hand to our 60-year-old choir. Now, I want to tell you, be careful on the steps because you're not so young. But it gets sweeter as the days go by. Am I telling the truth? It gets sweeter. Thank you for being so faithful to the Lord. Thank you for being faithful. God bless you. You be careful now. I won't let you go down first. Fuller, sweeter, 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 sweeter. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to sing it. We're going to sing it in a real soft voice. Everybody, try it like this. It gets sweeter as the moments fly. His love is richer. 
richer, deeper, deeper, fuller, fuller, sweeter, 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 sweeter as days go by. Oh, it gets sweeter. Days go by. much fun. Sweeter as the days go by. Sweeter as the moments Sweeter as the moments fly. Fuller. The Holy Ghost is not finished yet. He's got a little more time for us to work in the Spirit. Now we're going to go to 2 Corinthians 5.16. We're going to get another, what, what kind of idea did I call it? Radical idea? What was that again? Extreme what? An extreme view. Now the Apostle Paul is going to take you to the, another level of spiritual intellect. Everybody say spiritual intellect. Say we're going to go to another level of spiritual intellect or spiritual understanding. You have a natural intellect. There you store facts about geography and history and math and all of that and science and just common sense. But you have another intellect, a spiritual intellect. Uh, you have another kind of spiritual IQ. And here Paul deals with this. He said, now it is true that we knew Jesus after Wherefore, henceforth, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. We know no man after the flesh. Now, there's been something happen here in which the Apostle Paul is saying, we no longer look at anything as if the flesh meant anything. Yea, Yea it no. is true that we also knew Christ after the flesh. We did know the historical Christ. We walked with Him. We ate with Him. We knew Him. Historically, he existed. We walked with him. But that was then. Yet. <laughs> yet. 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 Now, henceforth. Now. Henceforth. Since we've been filled with the Spirit. Glory. Know we him no more. We don't know him after the flesh anymore. Because now we see him through the Spirit. The greatest tragedy in Christianity today is most Christians only know Him historically. They only know what they can read. As Paul said, the letter killeth, but the Spirit maketh alive. Now, no man can say that they knew Him after the flesh except the apostles and those that were with Him when He died. Many people say, well, we've heard about Him and we have faith. There's wonderful, good people that have faith in the Bible. But it only goes so far because there's days when you need more than just what you read in the Bible. He set my soul on fire. I don't just know about Christ. I know Him. He lives. He lives. I know. He lives. He lives. Within my heart. He came to sup with me. He came to walk with me. He came to speak to me. I cry out and He talks to me in the Spirit. It's not even important that we know Him in the flesh. We're not even seeking to know Him henceforth anymore after the flesh. But we want to know Him after the Spirit. Could you go back and get that old hymn? Do you know that one? That's going way back now. This may really hurt you. He lives... He lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me. He talks with me. 
a long, narrow way. Mm, he lives, he lives, salvation to impart. Watch this, watch this, you ask me how I know he lives. Henceforth we don't know him out. He lives within. Did you just get the Holy Ghost down here? Did she get the Holy Ghost? She got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Stand up here. We're so happy. I want you to give this lady's testifying that she received the Holy Ghost tonight. Would you give her a great big hand? Now she can say, He lives, He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. Ha. He walks with me. He talks with me. Along. Now, if you need prayer, I want you to come fill up these chairs while we're singing this song. We're just going to keep doing this until everyone here feels satisfied. Whoever you are, just come. If you need prayer for your body, ask me how he lives. Brother Danny Thomas from Indianapolis, he's going to help you a little bit with this song. I want us to sing it one more time. He lives, He lives, just lives today. He walks with me, He talks with me, long I go away. Oh, He lives, He lives, salvation to in part you ask me how pastors if you'll pray for these folks right here he lives within my heart one more time saints come on work with me just a little bit longer nobody's working any harder than I am so help me now I feel refreshed in the Holy Ghost <laughs> Christ Life's narrow way. Oh, he lives, he lives, salvation my heart. Stretch forth your hand like this toward the front and pray for these folks and maybe some of your brothers and sisters, your friends. Oh God, whatever the need here tonight. I'm not trying to be funny, but I feel like there's a special need in this particular group right now. I'm going to ask everybody in the audience just to kind of let your faith come to the front here let your faith come to the front 
I want to tell somebody that's sitting up here right now. Though it looks impossible, yet with God all things are possible. It looks hopeless, yet here we are tonight. And enough faith has come up in your heart that you walked out of your chair and you came down here to sit in these special designated chairs to be prayed for. God's going to honor your faith. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel faith rising in this place. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's fill this place with a little praise, a little praise in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for those that have received the Holy Ghost. We thank you for those that have been touched. We thank you, God, for those that have been healed, that have received special gifts of healing tonight. We thank you, God, for faith that has arisen in darkened hearts weary bodies that have been refreshed tonight through the power of the Holy Ghost hallelujah 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 we thank you we thank you we thank you oh yes 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 hallelujah hallelujah pick another Uh, come on, put your hands together. Thank the Lord. We're not finished yet. We're not finished yet. Sometimes the best things that happen come about right this time now. We've been working about an hour. Not quite an hour, about 40 minutes. We're not finished yet. You need to get ready. I feel something in the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's help the choir here just a little bit. Everybody sing now. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Everybody say, bless that wonderful name Jesus. Come on, Kentucky, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. There is no other name I know. Everybody sing, bless that Why don't somebody just get up and shout a little bit? Magnify the Lord with me. Oh, somebody ought to get a little victory march going here. No other name. Everybody sing, yes. Bless that wonderful name. Oh, I want I want all the young people under 21 to come up now all the young people under 21 I want you to come up and be in the choir we need you up here on the platform come on you young men and women come up and help me I want you to help me work a little bit Everybody under 21, make room for him now. Hey, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Everybody 
bless that wonderful name. You've got to bless that wonderful name. 